Welcome to Finding True Spirit Connection. I am your host, Heather, and thank you for being here with me. My question to you is, what is your true spirit connection? That itch why your soul has come to this planet now. Take a journey with me, an in-depth look of relatable spiritual experiences through my own discovery of spirit connection as a psychic medium, energy healer, vibrational expert, and spiritual coach. Let's rock out together. Explore soul connection in the most unique way. Digging deep into finding true spirit connection. Heather here. Thanks for coming to hang out with me, you guys. I appreciate that you are coming to chill. So this next podcast, oh my gosh, like right now, right now, I'm going to talk about a very personal situation in my home. I call it the beast in our house. And it's true. It is It is a illness, a long-term illness that has hit our home that really shone a light on everybody that has a long-term illness and how it can debilitate you and take over your life on on everything you thought you were and do to flipping it totally and just trying to figure out how to survive it. This long-term illness that hit our house is long-term COVID. I didn't expect it. I'm not scared of it. I'm not scared of the unique times in COVID. You know, it is what it is. It will be here for the rest of the human life. Just like all flus and uh, pneumonias and uh, anything that is, you know, a new kind of strain, it's going to be here. So, you know, we just make sure that we're healthy, energetically and emotionally happy. We don't like to tip into the fear of it to make sure it doesn't get hosted by us anywhere because COVID has a consciousness and it actually sticks to fear more. But this time it really shocked me and shocked a lot of people around me because it happened to my husband, my 42-year-old, very healthy, very emotionally stable, very strong-minded, willed husband. It took him out. It took him out. It came into our house. I call it the beast. And to this day, we're actually unraveling it, figuring it out. The coolest part is, is I see energy, right? So I see things, what happens in the body. And, you know, this story, I'm hoping it may either open your eyes or help people or trigger something to get more information. Um, This story is not about fear. It's about awareness and it's about figuring it out figuring out and that's all illnesses you know that's my job I love dissecting uh energy illness a block in the body with all my clients and this is just a bigger version and way closer to me since it's my husband and I have to say I have had long-term COVID clients come through and I always know that it's this energy that goes into this cellular memory of the body and it actually attaches itself to the energetic well it's like an energy towards the soul and everybody who has long COVID actually have to shift their life in some way to actually have it 
unlock and leave their body. And it's true. You know, I've been witnessing this with my husband and my mind is blown on how it locks down your body and actually forces you to change. And so we're going to talk about the days leading up to him coming home. I'm going to talk about the days that really signaled and gave me insight on what's happening. Plus, my guides very much pushed in and they were like, yo, we got to take over because this is crazy and we need to really, really help them. But they really allowed me to to gather the knowledge. And if this is knowledge to help others afterwards, you know, I'm going to take it. So we're going to start on day one. Cracks in the skull. That's what I call day one. Cracks in the skull. So day one was really when we were becoming really aware that there was a an alarm, something really wrong. My husband was about three days in the bed trying to kick this sinus migraine. A cold came out through our house. It looked like a flu. And he got a little bit of it, triggered his sinuses, and then it really created this huge migraine in his brain. So he was on medication to kick the sinus infection and was just waiting for it to be released. So day one, the cracks in the skull was the day that we kind of were like, this thing is not going away. This migraine sinus cold thing is not going away and we were just really starting to not panic in a way but readjust what we were treating with so you know I really amped up the vitamins you know we were really uh making him to go in a hot bath to purge out what it was going on you know we were really trying to do our best to figure it out to unlock it Just because, just because he was in such pain that something had to give. Then day two came. It was hospital time. We knew already midday on day two through this whole crazy thing that we needed to go to the hospital. I had to figure out how to get him there and how to get him inside. The man could not stand His very muscular, strong, strong strong-willed personality and body was so weak that he couldn't barely even make it to the car to get to the hospital. You know, I made sure that they would be waiting for us when we when we hit the road and we went to the hospital. I remember draping him over my body, trying to figure out how to get in and standing there at the nurse's station going, he needs some help, please help us. They whisked us right into the emergency room and put him on a stretcher due to his weakness, he could not stand. And we waited there. Them too thought it was a migraine. They put him on IV. That's what we were going for. We thought, get him to the hospital, get him some IV, get his headache, kind of clear it up, get a, give him a good shot of good painkillers, and let's get him on the road to recovery. Not the case. He went into a fog. The only words he could say was help very silently, almost barely, when his body was 
in such pain. And it was like he was trapped inside this body or the body, his body locked down somehow. And it was in severe pain in his neck, in his brain, very uh, stiff neck. And he just could not handle it. That is when they, they took him out for CT. And they really wanted to make sure this wasn't something crazy severe. They did an AKG and they very much did their diligence on making sure he was okay. They were trying to do oral medication so that is through pills and it just didn't work. So they went into IV and stuck him on IV all night long so he could somehow figure it out or they could figure it out on day two. Day three, I was sitting there. Him just laying there. He was so pale. He was so pale and just like a sack of meat. He couldn't go to the bathroom. He couldn't open his eyes. And all I thought was take all my energy. Just take all my energy. Get saved. That's all I thought. And then thinking about it now, you know, I always tell my clients vibrational energy is very important to make sure it's on balance for you to be well. And now I really see and feel and this really taught me as well, you know, that extra person taking care of the one who is ill, how much energy they give, you know, especially to a loved one or to someone they really want to heal. You just want to give your energy to them just to help them somehow or wake them up. In my case, it was wake him up, take away the pain. So I was like, take my energy, please. Take my energy and just figure it out. So all I remember is a lot of white light streaming through me. And as I was seeing it, it was going through him. And I really focused on his brain, making sure the white light went to this brain. All I could do was hold his hand. I I couldn't even touch him. He didn't want to be touched due to the pain. And I just could hold his hand just watching him breathe because I was worried he was going to stop breathing somehow due to his pain and just make sure his pain medications were on point. A lot of tests were done. And in the end, they decided to test him for COVID and it was positive. And we were like, oh my goodness. They confirmed that this was a totally different look of COVID that has been coming up this year with the migraine, the stiff neck, the stomach issues, you know, nausea, uh, diarrhea. It looks like a flu, but it's totally not. It is a different form that it has come to humanity, which is normal right? Flus, there's different strains every year, multiple strains a year. So this is totally kind of a normal, but it is a different one that attacks the head with migraines and the stomach. We had it. It is, it was COVID. Right away, we flipped into isolation mode, making sure he was set up properly. It very much was a kind of a frenzy just because we were locked down in isolation. And I just remember I could not leave the room. I had to go pee, but I couldn't leave. And we just really, really just took took every moment at a time as they were filling him with IV and pain meds, getting other tests, you know, scheduled. And we just really were in this wave zone on day three because we didn't know what to do what to expect now day four how bad was this beast that's day four's theme how bad was it all I remember energetically is the room filling up with black uh, vibrationally it was just the oddest feeling that this energy was just 
yeah, it was taking over this whole room. We got changed to another room due to us being isolation. So we were in another room in the ER and I was sitting there and I was sitting beside him on day four. I was tired. I was making sure you know, my kids were okay, people taking care of them. I was just scrambling. My whole work life was on pause. So I had to cancel my clients and I just was tired. And I was sitting with a chair right beside my husband and this beast it energetically started sucking my energy. So it wasn't just me giving it. It started sucking my energy. And I was tired. I had a weak moment. And I know how to see entities and shadows, right? And that's what it was, but 10 times worse. And I got aware right away. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's sucking my energy. And I know scanning COVID, it does have a consciousness. It does know how to vibrationally reach out. It started sucking my energy and I thought, holy smokes. So I put that to a stop right away. And that's when my guides chimed in immediately. They said, you need to detach your energy from your husband. And because we're twin flames, we have in the infinity symbol or affinity energy between our hearts. And I was like, okay, I have to detach from him because I'm going to get too sucked out. And it could even be in some of his energy trying to just get as much as he could to survive. But I do know it was black and it was sucking me. And so I, I listened to my guides and I attached myself from my husband. And that really came to my attention how bad this beast was, how how long COVID actually controls the room, if that makes sense. And then whoever's had this before you understand it and whoever's had people in their house that has had this beast in their house, you understand it. It takes over your house. And I'm going to even go further. Any debilitating or long-term illnesses you know how that is it takes over everything and very much sucks all the energy dry just so it can be where it is so it doesn't get shifted out of the body by the body day five he actually got into a room this was he was admitted not just a stretcher this was he had a nice bed his own bathroom that we could be in that room together you know me being very careful of course the isolation it was a game changer in just getting him more comfortable to trying to figure out what this thing was he really shifted into relaxed mode thank goodness and this is when they were more going to be on the verge of sending him home just because they said with this type of illness, it's better for people to rest at home, which is totally understandable. If they could get him to a point where taking oral pills helped him, he can take those at home and rest at home. So we were right on board until we figured out he was allergic to codeine. We never knew this until they gave him a codeine pill. Another life-changing experience happened. He started shaking. He turned gray and he started having heart palpitations. And all I thought was, holy moly, my 42-year-old husband is going to die, have a heart attack, or be not himself anymore. And so he laid on the bed shaking, trying to figure out what to say to tell them things were wrong. I was like, get the nurse, get the ER nurse, get somebody here. We need help right now. 
And the funny part is, is I just kept on thinking heart attack or he's 42, he's only 42. That's when my body locked into a, we got to put energy into his heart. My hand went on his chest and I started pouring whatever I had energetically in his chest just to hold it steady, hoping this is going to be enough so his reaction goes away and he's going to be okay. I kept pouring it on and I kept closing my eyes and really focusing on his heart with crystal blue energy coming out of my hands, making sure that his heart is okay and it came into his brain and it just was very much a kind of time stood still and I was doing my best to figure out how I could help him energetically because obviously the medication was not helping so energy was was the only thing I could think of to actually hold his body down then it happened my hands flew off his chest it like flew and then my guide started walking through the wall And these are guides, some of I know and some other that I don't. And they said to me, we're taking over. You can't touch him anymore. The time stood still. I stood there with my mouth open. The nurses were taking his vitals and making sure he was okay. They started this black kind of a silvery tornado around my husband's body. And they said do not touch him anymore. You can't touch him until we tell you to. So I was okay. And then they said, we're taking over because he needs to be well for you. And I'm like, okay, I understand that. He's kind of a rock for me. So I sat down. I sat down as he's, his body finally calmed down. It calmed down instantly when this black tornado started. I wanted to see. I'm the type of person that loves to see and dissect what I see vibrationally coming out of people. If that's entities to disease to anything. I love seeing it so I can collect knowledge. And these guides were like, you can't look right now. What we're taking out of him, this black beast, quotation marks, has consciousness. It'll remember you. You cannot see what we're taking out of his body. So I sat there looking at the floor and every time like, man, I kept looking. Okay, like I couldn't stop it. They were it was it was phenomenal work. This crystal black tornado and crystal and black is creation. And I just knew they were sucking something out of them like this, this deadlock that my husband had on his body. They were sucking it out of him. And I wanted to see what it was. I wanted to see it. And they kept on saying, Heather, eyes to the floor. They just kept on saying, you see it? He will remember you. And I was like, damn it. And and to the point, I actually had to leave the room because it was like a magnet. So the black beast that was coming out of his body was like sucking me to see it. I wanted to. It was so weird. It was like I wanted to see it so bad. I knew I shouldn't have, but it kept on making me wanting to look. So I left the room energetically in my mind, quantumly. I was reading this crystal tornado or this black crystal tornado go around my husband. I was really just watching the whole thing go down to make sure in my mind out of the room the time I can go back in. So yeah, that happened for a while. It actually conked my husband out. He was just snoring there. And this black tornado 
just kept spinning and spinning and spinning around his body. And I actually, I remember I left the hospital to come back home for the night and it was still spinning around him. The next day, I woke up in my bed because I was vibrationally connected to just be aware of what's going on with his body. I woke up in my bed and I kept on seeing blue. So the black tornado released the deadlock in my husband's body and they were starting to re-establish crystal blue energy, which is nervous system energy, which is cellular energy and life force. So I knew that it was a little bit better or he would be better once I walked in. And sure enough, it was this body was crystal blue. He was laying down. He just took some needles in the back for more tests and it was time to go on a road trip. Yes. So this was the MRI. He cannot travel. This is the first thing that came up for us. He came in the car. And because it's like his brain is swollen, but it doesn't show that it's swollen. So it makes it spin. It's like a vertigo in a sense. And so us going for his MRI was a freaking nightmare. We went to the hospital. That was for the test. And then we came back. And in the end, the test was clear anyway. So We very much had a whole day of traveling the next day. That was day six, seven, honestly. I'm giving you the days, but it's such a blur. It's such a blur. On day seven, he was coming home. It was a Friday and everything was regulated. We got him to painkillers for his brain uh, without codeine. And um, he was coming home. And all I thought to myself was, how is this man going to walk up the steps? He draped himself across me again. This 6'2 built iron man. We went up the steps and we nicely put him in. We have this little beautiful couch area where he felt like he just wanted to sit down and feel being at home. He was very emotional. He said at one point he didn't think he was going to make it. So he very much was appreciating being at home. And anyone who's gone through this type of trauma and drama Uh, know how amazing it is to get home after a pretty crazy hospital visit. And if that's even you witnessing it, it can be emotional. The weekend, which was day eight, I was healing him. Going vibrationally, it was like I was against this big block. And that's what this thing is. It blocks your tissues, your nervous system, a lot of cellular memory. This beast actually puts a deadlock in your body and it attaches itself to low vibrational energy. So that is fear, that struggle. If that is anything that's dormant in your body that had trauma, drama, it actually sticks to it and actually does not let it go. So when I was against this block on day eight, I was very much releasing another layer of something that was dormant in my husband you know I was thought in my head in my head I'm just gonna say this right now a lot of the times with 
disease, disease, illness, you know, my clients that come through with these things, usually you catch it with a code or frequency, you see it, you pop it out, and then it releases out of the body and the body gets to recover. This thing is different. It very much sticks to multi layers of the body. This long term COVID, it sticks to layers of energy that is lower vibrational and it puts a deadlock on your body. The funny part is, and I kept on releasing another layer and then I'm like, oh, that was when you were eight years old. And then I kept on releasing another layer and then that black layer would come out and I'm like, oh, that was like when you were 15. And then I would release another layer out of my husband and I would be like, oh, that was when you were really sad in your 20s. And so it doesn't take over your body per se, just as a normal illness. It actually coats around dormant ailments or low vibrational emotion, which really intrigued me. I was like, whoa. So if I have to say this, is long-term COVID a blessing or a curse, right? If the person really wants to change and heal and want to really dial into the highest version of you, this thing comes in and actually changes you. And whoever has had long-term COVID knows you are ultimately changed in the end to the fact of to even your thoughts. So that weekend, I was very much against this block. I kept on pulling out 52 million things out of my husband's body that I didn't even think that was a merit to what was happening to us in the present. It was odd feeling, but you know, it was giving me lots and lots of messages. I was hoping for more results, but it was so many multi-layers coming out that I was just more doing what I could. And at the end of the weekend, I knew that we needed to call in the cavalry. We needed help. We needed something more than what I could do. What could my husband's body do? And we, on day nine... We very much called and I called people that in my tight-knit group that could help this situation. I called them in. First people I called was the bioresidence people. I have friends, bioresidents, and I called them and I said, what do you think? Who can I go to for hooking this up? And bioresidence can be done distantly and in person. It works just the same. The quantum field, it actually sucks in the quantum field and puts it through the body through a electric magnetic machine. And I've had it done before. I believe in it. It's like the computer form of what I do. So I understood it. So I called bioresidence friends right away and they actually started working on him on Monday to balance his body. I also called in the holistics. So I got a bunch of tinctures that can release the materials out of the body. So if that's proteins, even from the vaccine, you know, we were really combing through what can we help this body? You know, if it's heavy metals from the vaccine and the proteins, we got a tincture for that. We were very much really focusing on how can we beef up this situation so uh, his body can get out of the deadlock of being on pause that's what it looked like to me and start healing itself so we brought in the calvary and yeah they started working on him right away day 10 this is an interesting one the bioresidents came in and i kept on seeing geometry 
come through his body quantumly and with frequency. So it was really neat to see. Usually I have it done to me, but I've never been in the same house with bioresidents happening to somebody and it was done distantly. So I was able to witness it. The bioresidents actually started focusing on the balance or that was the first program that we needed to do for his body is to find the balance in his tissues. And it kept on doing geometry in his body and it kept on going into the tissues of his system and his brain just kept putting waves and waves and waves through that I recognize because I see them every day with clients so it was really neat to see how we both the bioresonance and myself was working on his body to unlock it it unlocked it so much like it kind of lifted this energy up That's all I can explain it. It lifted this beast up from his tissues enough that some new guides came in. So I was clearing him every day, uh, mostly at night. And the bio residents were working on him for about two days. Put my hand on the back of his head and all of a sudden these different guides walk through the walls. And I'm like, okay, we're ready for these ones. What are you going to do? And they put a crystal cap on his head and they told me in three days this will dissolve what is blocking or locked down on my husband's neck and head but you can't touch his head anymore you cannot do any more healing only the bioresonance because it's holding uh, the vibration in his tissues lifting it enough for this crystal cap to be on and no more touching him till three days I'm like okay so I was happy to know that this thing was on his brain and every waking moment I just kept on seeing this crystal cap on his brain working the tissues of his inside his brain outside his brain and even down into his nervous system and into his vascular system so that is really fine-tuning if there was any heavy metals from the vaccine in his body so it really was really taking apart and taking in all from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head tips of his fingers like was really just focusing on unlocking this thing so day 11 was odd so this was crystal cap went on day 10 and day 11 is when I started seeing it this big black seed this energetic of course was coming out of his head it looked like a seed but it looked like like a foot long and it started coming out of his brain and I was like oh my god like what is that what was planted in his brain what was planted in his brain I just wanted to like say it twice because I'm still shocked saying it and it was just kept on coming out little millimeters at a time as this crystal cap was like glowing on his brain and it kept on coming out and the first thing that came into my mind was is this beast something that is off the planet like that's what I kept on thinking because that's what I see with other people and I feel it is due to a lot of the earth-based holistics can't touch this thing can't touch this beast this uh, long-term beast so I thought oh is it off the planet because that's the only thing I usually see with off-planet energy is like they always hold these weird seeds so this black seeds are coming out of his head day 11 he started actually feeling better in his eyes 
He started feeling better on his face. Like it wasn't so much pressurized. And he very much was in a state of that he's feeling slightly better due to also the bioresidents balancing his body, of course. Day 12. I started getting sucked in again. Remember I said like when we were emergency, I could start getting sucked in. It happened again. The crystal cap started pulling out more of this energy. It kind of looked like the black energy coming out of his brain actually looked as big as a car. And if I was not careful with my energy, it would suck me in and it would tell me things in my brain. Meaning, I've said this from day one, COVID has a consciousness. So it was trying to either brainwash me or say things to me or make some kind of contact or see if I have any underlining fear that it link into. But it was sucking me in and I really had to focus focus my eyes and my vibrational mind onto the crystal cap and all I kept on thinking was look at the blinking lights look at the blinking lights because at one point it did suck me in and started talking to me like actual and I was like okay no look at the blinking lights and so I actually was more in this zone of being aware and not allowing and just making sure that I'm witnessing the crystal cap actually cleanse him. And that's what I only could do. I couldn't uh, sneak peek and see what it is. And then sometimes even dark energy, if you take it out of people, you can have a conversation with it, making sure you know where it is, if there's any extra. Like you can actually have conversations with low vibrational energy in people when you do take it out. This one's different. If you have one little corner of your eye looking at it, it would actually suck you in. It is the oddest energy that I've ever come across, but totally understandable due to it having a consciousness. Day 13, it finally came out. I woke up and I knew my infinity energy was back with my husband's heart. My energy between us started moving again. The clamp came out. And even to the fact that his body temperature started doing this regulation because he was very hot, cold, hot, cold, meaning his body was trying to purge whatever this thing was locked down onto his tissues. And so his body temperature regulated. He started eating better. Crystal cap actually, after it came out, they tell me that that was the energy, the infinity energy that got locked back in with me to him. And I was able to actually feel his energy again without getting harm towards myself. Day 13 of the crystal cap, the bioresidence lady informed me that his body balanced and that she's going to start working on him with different programs. So my guides were right on the money, you know, and I didn't even tell her that. I said, look for about three days from now, there's this crystal cap on his head. And once it's done, there will be news. And sure enough, that three days on that Friday, on the day 13, when the thing fully came out, it very much triggered on the bioresidence machine saying that it's time to balance in some other way. Day 14. I call this time to shine, honestly. Day 14 was when I was able to look in my husband's body. Like I have to say there was like little black hairs that were linked to his cellular system. So every cell of his body had a little black hair 
from this beast that was in him. Now that they were dormant, but when the beast was inside of his body, the little hair actually was in his cellular energy and it was locked in so that locked his body down so the cellular energy of my husband could not heal itself that's how it locks the body down it goes so far into the cellular membrane of your body so it scrambles it it scrambles it and it doesn't know what to do the body goes hot and cold kind of in panic mode it just doesn't know what to do so that's what I was seeing day 14 was all these little hairs coming out of him. These little black energetic hairs from this beast, from this illness that it actually vibrationally put a lockdown on his body. Day 15 was like recovery. You know, this was a Sunday and it was very much like he actually looked at me and I could see his eyes and it wasn't just cloudy. It wasn't just I'm breathing here, but I don't know what's going on. He looked in my eyes and I saw my husband behind his eyes. The story is not over. You know, this was just 15 days of understanding and unlocking this beast out of the body. But definitely the words my husband could say after the day 15, after the beast was unlocked from his brain, from the cracking skull deal, was kept on saying, I have a bruise on my brain and it's mushy. And it's true fact. Because he couldn't make a decision to save his life through this 15 days and even up to now, you know, we're in day 22. And he cannot understand how to put words together, you know, to the point of, I can't even ask him what he wants for supper. He doesn't know. And so this is showing me that his body is still recovering, but it's regaining steam on being totally different. Now I'm going to go into a theory, Okay, because lots what I saw, I mean, I have to say all that I told you today, maybe I covered half, maybe less of what I saw. And this is some of the theory that I'm going into because some long-term COVID people I've had as clients as well as my husband. And, you know, if this rings true to you, fantastic. Or if you have this knowledge to give to others, awesome. But my theory is, my theory is, and this is to all illnesses, okay? This is to everything that happens in our life universally with life force energy and so forth, right? Anything that we think in our mind is going to be created. Now, not so much my husband want to be debilitated and on his deathbed with long-term COVID and then regain steam again. Like that is not, that's not what I'm, what he was asking for. He was asking for change, he was asking for to be motivated. You know, he he works out, but he was struggling a little bit and he wanted motivation. He wanted change in, in his life with his job. He needed a break and he kept on saying that and he really, really just wanted change. Now, this goes down to soul change and all people that have come across with this issue with the beast massive amount of stress and low vibrational energy is on board in the body I can tell you the day it came in because that was the day my husband had a massively stressful day to the point of it changing him he was not well with stress that day back in before this beast came in and he had that little cold going on that day that he had that extremely stressed, like it was in the red zone. 
extremely stressed, made massive ripples of fear in his body. And that actually opened the door to this beast coming in. Now, again, how I said in the beginning, it's a blessing and a curse because it actually mimics the fear and what you want changed in your body. But what I've seen is that it actually changes your soul, something you've been wanting for a very long time. And the long-term COVID actually holds on to your body until you let go, let change happen, be changed, and have literally a dark night of the soul purging that pathway when you got it and reinventing yourself and making a new pathway. I know this experience in our house is here to change us. We've been talking about it for a very long time to get to the level of massive happiness for ourselves, for our lives, for even working, what we want to achieve, higher destiny timelines. It came in to massively change us. Going into my clients, I've had long-term COVID people, that it holds on to your body till you change. The ones who have the long-term COVID for a long period of time haven't changed their body haven't healed their body and actually let go and purge that fear, that struggle and that stress that was going on when it came in. There's a lot of, I'm going to say like this, it can be so refreshing if the person who has this come on board to actually massively change their life. It's life-changing like any other illness, but this one in particular holds on to everything low vibrational in your body until you let it go and that's it you know people who have it on board for years and years and years I just want to ask them what have you been wanting to change for such a long time but yet you you're not if that's job if that's frame of mind if that's you know just changing your uh, the way you feel about yourself because what I see here, it goes cellular deep. It goes into an every nook and cranny. And long-term COVID is not actually a beast like it wants to hinder you. I feel like it is a massively energetic holding force that takes and unburies what is dormant in your body, emotionally, physically. So if you've had energy that you got, for example, disease or something, uh, trauma or energetic problem in your life, it's going to stick to that until you heal it. And this, what I've seen, it comes down when the body's broken down with low vibrational energy, which is fear and stress. And that is the window that opens the door for this beast to come in. And yeah, it's like an energy pause, this beast. It makes you reevaluate your life and how you can change it to be high vibration. And if you are in a field of fear and struggle, it's going to hold on to your body till you decide to change. And that's it. My husband, through bioresidence, we found he had a lot of dormant energy from um, he had a concussion uh, when he was in his teens uh, that didn't heal properly in his brain. That's what was creating the pain 
problem. Uh, Also, he had stress in his stomach and he needed to kind of change the way he thought to figure out how to deal with this stress, to change what he's always wanted for him to be a higher vibration, to reach his higher destiny line. So COVID's here to amplify amplify what needs to be changed that's what it's here for that's what I got it and read it like in my situation and it just opens your mind on how this consciousness vibrational disease because it has a consciousness actually mimics your consciousness and highlights problems that you probably should have dealt with a long time ago which is surreal especially on the high vibrational planet right now and how people want to become better every single day with all the upgrades that are happening now. And of course, love and light to everybody who has long-term illness. It is not a fun walk to be on. And I just want to send you love and light on that point. Thank you for being here, you guys. Massive love, massive gratitude. And know that everything that comes in your life is here for a reason. You just got to see it and stop and believe it and understand that we can change and create miracles every day. Have a great one, guys. This podcast is brought to you by The Healing Hub my life's work of recording meditations in one convenient spot, creating quantum awareness through meditation for your body and healing the spirit with charging one's own personal power. This healing hub is my heart and soul and my life's work and it is one convenient app that you can get on your device. Check it out and for you to have a chance to access all my life's work.